the AI optimist. Enhance and serve humanity with Declan Dunn. Hey, welcome back for another week of the AI Optimist. And this week, I want to talk more about beginning at the beginning, acting like a beginner. We've shared a lot of information and gone through some pretty deep subjects as I explore being an AI optimist against the AI pessimist. But one of the biggest things we're going to discover now is a very simple case study called Engage, Refine, and Iterate, co-creating powerful emails. Email is just a form of content and it's based on the same thing that drives all AI, chat, GPT, everything. Asking the right questions so that your vague emails, the initial response you'll get, become a conversational email, which is really important. Now, I have a lot of experience, but one of the biggest things I've seen is people use chat GPT to create emails, and they actually have a bias against marketing and sales and branding. They think it's sort of negative. They don't like it. And no disrespect, that's fine. Whatever you know, your bias, right? But often what happens is when you think that way, you'll actually ask for just what you don't like because you think that's how it's done. And I can tell you from experience that as a growth developer, working on communication strategies, the best message people don't look like is marketing or sales. It's a fit because we're talking about them, not just about us as the business. And in today's creator economy, with people having to use social to be able to develop their audiences. The thing is, without email, you have no control. You can be shut down. You can lose your account. People even lose interest. But having email gives you a communication channel. So build your following, but make sure that you use email, which is why I want to use this as an example for you today. See, a common misconception is that AI's marketing language taken from this bunch of emails and all this amazing stuff that it's studied, so to speak, is the gold standard. But often what it reflects is what's most common, not what's most effective. So if you want your emails or any content, what I'm about to show you applies to anything. And next week's pod, we're even going to talk about really the power of questions. You need to infuse them more than with just chat GPT suggestions. We need you. We need you to be a co-pilot because without that, it's just predicting the results you want because that's in essence is what ChatGPT, BARD, all of these tools do. They're predictors. And to get a good prediction, you have to ask a good question. So now using any tool like this, it's like setting off on a road trip. So you got the car, ChatGPT in this case, take you anywhere, but you, the driver, you need to decide the destination and the best route to get there, all right? Because while you may take the average main road, the scenic routes can give you a really better view, can't they? So that's why asking questions is so critical. We need to be specific. We need to get to the point. And one of the things that's really humbling is I know a lot about email. I've used it to be able to contact major companies. For a small company, I helped a lot of sales but the big companies didn't even know what it was. And I was opening doors all over to some of the biggest partners. Why? Because I spoke to what was important to them and I used email. And even when I did this and going what I'm about to share with you, ChatGPT gave me some really bad answers to begin with. And that can never be blamed on it. In fact, this is the fun part. Engage, refine, and iterate, a three-step process together you, you can make the best results. Alone, 
first try, not too good. And I want to show you how to, beyond the point, craft your email as a conversation, not a monologue. And for those of you who know to come to read my articles where there's a lot more than it's on this pod, I have all sorts of really good advice for email. And I can even, if you reply to this pod email that I'm sending you, you can come up to me and I'd be happy to share with you a full training I have. No pitch, nothing like that. In fact, I'd like to, if you ever want to talk with me about AI, I want to learn AI. I want to learn from you. I really do. So let's jump into it and know that the type of question you ask is going to get you the response, which is why you have to do follow-ups, okay? Know your own bias. This is such a great thing AI will teach you. What perspective you have, and then I love to get the opposite perspective. So in this email I'm creating, where I'm the person sending it, I also go back and then ask you to evaluate that email as the customer, a customer who likes it. And then I ask them, be a customer who really doesn't like this email. What can I do to improve it? Multiple perspectives is the core of why AI is really good. And most people don't understand this because they ask stuff, again, with their own bias, that's sort of full of jargon. You need to be clear, concise, and get the jargon out of the way. So what I'm going to talk to you about is my initial prompt, which created a mediocre line, but the follow-up questions is important. So let's talk first prompt, engage. Let me read it out loud to you, like you should read anything you write, especially email. I have somebody read it to you. And I'm going to use the word stop to give you some feedback, because the first two are a little bit long, because ChatGPT didn't have enough information, okay? So the first prompt to engage it, this is what I asked. Acting as an affiliate manager for the SEO tool company creating search content with AI, write a three paragraph email in a friendly and professional voice, inviting a longtime SEO expert who rarely recommends tools to offer a private trial to make sure they like it. Be sure to include that both the affiliate, which is a partnership program, and the SEO expert, we're both quite picky about who we partner with and encourage a follow-up meeting or questions so both sides can see if it's a fit. So what have I done? Who is asking the question? Very important. What's the role? It can't just don't ask a general question. Who is it? Why is it important to them? What's the tone? Friendly and professional. Who is it reaching? Who is the audience? That's the context that AI needs to be able to give you a good answer. So here is the first response, and I do want to use some terms, subject line. That's the when you get an email, the very line that you actually see, sort of the headline of the email before they open it, is called a subject line, if you don't know that. Most important part of email, that and the first two sentences. And I want you to remember that as I read this, because the first two sentences are what you see in what's called a preview pane. All email, especially mobile, does this, and people don't even get into your email. So everything. Everything is about your subject line and first sentence. So the subject line, exclusive invitation to a unique partnership with our AI-powered SEO. Now let me read it to you. Dear SEO experts name, I hope this message finds you well. I'm reaching out to you today because I deeply admire your expertise in the field of search engine optimization. As an authority in this domain, your insight and discernment have been invaluable to the industry and we appreciate your judicious approach to recommending tools. I'm writing as the affiliate manager for the company, a leading SEO tool company that's revolutionized the field with advanced AI-powered technology. We've been quite discerning in our choice of collaborators, much like you've been with your endorsements. Given your profound understanding of SEO and our shared commitment to quality, 
I'm excited to extend an invitation for you to join our exclusive affiliate program. I'd also like you to offer a private trial of our SEO AI tool, allowing you to experience firsthand the innovation and efficiency of our tool can bring to any SEO work. We understand the importance of ensuring a fit that aligns with both of our values and hence, hence, would welcome an opportunity to discuss this partnership further. If you're open to exploring this potential collaboration, or if you have any questions about our tool or program, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd be more than happy to arrange a follow-up meeting at your convenience to address any inquiries you may have and to walk you through unique features of our SEO AI tool. Looking forward to hearing from you soon, and I truly believe this partnership can bring about incredible value to both our audiences. Stop. That is a long email. There's no way you're going to get that much attention. And did you notice the really fancy long words with three or more syllables? It's hard to pronounce. It slows people down. It's dense. And what I tell you is that I know this about email, but because I didn't ask a specific enough question, and it was my first question, you know, let's be honest. You need to ask multiple questions always in any content. Email's just content. But what's important is it really didn't give me what I want. And you notice it's I, I, I. It's all about the person sending it which is why most people write emails that and they're terrible. In fact, that first line, I hope this message finds you well, one, will get spam filtered by Google just to let you know, I love being kind. This is what the core is to be compassionate and kind. But being kind is saving time if you're in a business and you want to make sure that you can use those kind words, but just a little bit lower because those first two sentences don't really grab you, do they? And I put this language into Microsoft Word, you can do this anywhere else for readability statistics. What's the grade level and what, how easy it is to read? It's called a flesh reading level. Don't need to know the science, but just know there are 21 words per sentence. You can go to the pod, by the way, the article I have has a lot of details and a lot of great advice on email if you're interested in the appendix. But more importantly, it was a 12th grade level, which is like college. And it ranked 44 and you need a 50 or higher to make it sort of easy to read. Now, you don't need to know this, but it's sort of a boring message. I mean, it's good to care. We all like to be nice people, but you're going to get put into spam. And like anything, I need to take it from ChatGPT's first response, which most people would be happy with that. And that's what everyone else is doing, right? Because all it knows is to go out and take all the stuff that we've already done and sort of give you the same. It doesn't have you in it. In this case, it doesn't have me in it. So since I know this, my follow-up question, prompt two to refine, is this. Rewrite this to about half the length. Because stop, email is a text message in mobile, okay? You don't have time to write these long messages. And if you, even if you work with people, they're going to love you if you do this. Start treating it like a text. Find out what they're interested in. Then give them a lot of information in the reply, all right? So use bullets to outline key elements and avoid polysyllabic words, words with more than two or three syllables, and sales sounding language. This needs to be more genuine, personable, approachable, and less verbose language and praise for the SEO expert. It really did sort of come out a little heavy. Like, it's nice to say I like you, but it's a little phony if I don't know you. It's a little bit much, too much complimentary. And we respect them, but it's overboard. Inject curiosity language to encourage exploring and gain feedback from the SEO expert, even if they don't partner. I use the word curiosity because I want people to read my email and go, what is that about? How does that work? 
hey, can I have some details? You don't give them all the details as everyone teaches you with an elevator pitch. You don't throw it at them. Respect their time. And that's where you get their interest and they can actually focus. Because this one took more than two minutes to read. You don't get that much time, especially in an email where I don't know you. You're not familiar with my name. You'd like, you want to work with us. You're part into the partner business, but I need to prove it to you by getting to the point. So the second chat GPT response to my refinement there was subject invitation, try our AI SEO tool and possible affiliate partnership. A little bit better. Hello, SEO expert. I hope you're doing well. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I'm, I'm Declan Dunn, affiliate manager at the AI SEO tool company. I've seen your work and it's impressive. We'd like to talk about a potential partnership. Here are the key points. We developed an AI SEO tool. We're being selective about who we partner with, just like you are with your recommendations. If you like, like it, we'd be thrilled to have you join our affiliate program. That's the name for a partner program. Let's chat about it and answer any questions you might have. I'm available for a call or video meet whenever you're free. Look forward to hearing from you. Now, the readability statistics on this one show that we only have 12 words per sentence, right? That was a lot easier to handle, wasn't it? See how the importance of reading things out loud, whatever you write, read it out loud. In an email, have somebody read it out loud to you. You will hear the problems. It read at a sixth grade level, which is really good. That means it's more efficient. That doesn't mean it's dumb. This is a key. You got to keep things simple. I don't care how intelligent your audience is. Don't make it hard for them to get through this. And it read a 67 flesh reading ease, way higher than before. Now, while I still don't like it, I made a mistake by not instructing it to include that awful first sentence. And I know this because I'm in the partner business. I do business development for major companies. And I get 75% of my emails start with, I hope you're doing well. I hope your weekend went well. I hope, I hope, I hope. You wonder if like everyone's hoping you're doing well if something's wrong. And I'm sort of joking here, but it's become so common that it's so overused that it becomes meaningless. So when you're trying to be kind, which is great, you're actually not because you're not getting to the point. And you can use that lower in the email. Just don't do it in your first two sentences. So finally, iterate. Number three, engage, refine, iterate. My third question, do not use hope you're doing well or anything like it for the first sentence. Avoid saying who the sender is and company name and treat this more like a text message than an email. Add a sentence on how the SEO AI tool isn't full of hype like most AI and it's been around for seven years. And we'd like to earn the SEO experts trust by showing them the tool, giving them a monthly commission of 25%, which is really good. And with what's called a 60 day cookie and last click attribution, stop. That's just technical terms in the partnership game. Meaning if they send me a visitor for 60 days, if that person does business with us, they will get a commission. And that's the basis. Otherwise they, I don't pay them. It's all free and they get to share the tool with them. Okay. Finally, let's go my last part, rewrite and inject curiosity language to encourage exploring and gaining feedback from the SEO expert, even if they don't partner. We learn and the SEO expert learns in a quick review with a goal to be partners. Rewrite in a casual and conversational tone. Stop. Notice I'm saying tone, who it is, given a more depth and context, very important in any question you ask. This makes it richer. This is my third round here, right? That's okay. You want to go through multiple rounds. And by the way, if this is a little hard for you, you can also ask a, a chat GPT or anything, hey, why don't you tell me the best questions I should ask 
in regards to this, writing an email to send out to a partner? What should I ask you to get the best answers? It will give you those. But personally, I'd like you to get into knowing how to ask questions because this can help you in so many personal, business, private parts of your life. Knowing how to ask questions and listening is a golden skill rarely used. So the third response, subject line, invitation, private pass, test drive AI SEO tool and link up, question mark. Hey, expert, as you review SEO tools, expert's name, obviously, sorry. Hey, expert name, as you review SEO tools, what about one that cuts tedious SEO content creation by 40% or more? Our AI tool has been delivering SEO results for seven years, minus the AI hype. The net result is content that Google eats up like digital candy. And we're picky about our partners, just like you're selective about the tools you endorse. And your experience is why we're reaching out. Please take a free spin. See if it earns your trust and I share the URL. Like it? Consider joining our partner program. Perks include a 25% commission and a 60-day cookie click attribution, which they'll understand rewards them for sending us visitors who don't buy at first contact. Keen to talk and answer any queries you might have. So this is the best I could get ChatGPT to do. It's much better than the first version, right? But I would tend to rewrite this a little bit. I take it to Grammarly and put myself in there. Where's my voice? Words I would use. That's what's important because otherwise you're just copycatting what everyone does. And you are so important. That's why they call it co-piloting, right? So it's not just about who you're sending it to. And it's not about you. Remember the first one? It was like, I, 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 I am named with this company. Like, hello, my name is, it's phony. And it's not phony because I think it is. It's because if you never heard of this person, you see they're talking all about themselves, you shut off. That's what we do. Attention is the game. So takeaways, good questions, you get good responses. Let them know what role to play. ChatGPT, in this case, I'm the one sending the email to give it focus. Otherwise, how does it know what answer to give you? It'll choose from all the answers. Set the tone. What does it sound like? Professional, casual, conversational. Work on those words. It's very simple, but set the tone. And this is the ideas it gives you or where you save time. This helped me write a much better email. It gave me three versions. I actually did a few more and then wrote it. So conclusion of writing content to engage, refine, and iterate. In this case, emails. Begin with a clear intent. Think about this before you go and think about your question. A lot of people just do this, throw out a question. That's why they get mediocre responses. ChatGPT predicts what you want. If you don't give it a good question, it gives you a bad prediction. For subjective topics, give multiple perspectives. Just like I said, I'll write this email. Then I went to ChatGPT and said, acting as the SEO expert receiving this email, tell me what you liked about it. Boom. Now acting as the SEO expert, get a little critical on me. Be sort of cynical. Be tired of receiving this. Tell me what I missed. Tell me what I could have done better. Tell me then. Final one would be, how can I improve this? Let ChatGPT help you. The multiple perspectives is where this gets really good. And most people don't even think about this. Always fact check. And remember, the response is only as good as the question. So start with authenticity. AI as a tool, not a crutch. You're a co-pilot. It's not just to throw stuff in and get it, even if you're not good at what you're asking for. Make sure you listen, spend a little time, make your questions precise, specific, and drill down with a few more follow-ups. 
blend the breadth of information and knowledge ChatGPT and others have with your unique perspective, because that's what you're missing. And always challenge the initial response. Even if you like it, make it a little bit better. This is what this stuff is. So next time you write an email draft, remember, just don't throw in a question into the abyss and hope for brilliance. Engage, refine, and iterate. The key isn't in asking a question, it's in the art of the follow-up. With this partnership approach, you craft emails that inform and inspire. And if you go to my page, you'll know, as always with the AI Optimist, want to take a deeper dive? I have much more information than I've shared here. And there's also great information at the bottom in the appendix about how to write really great emails and really how to communicate better. Because this is about humans, not technology. It's about people connecting. Been a blast sharing with you. See you next week when we take a deep dive into asking good questions for mid-journey, chat GPT, and learning the art and the science of asking a great question to get a great response. See ya. The AI Optimist. My name's Declan, and I'm done. See you next time.